subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good whatever is in between all those things, depending on where you are and when you're listening to this. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. He's Garrett. I'm Matt. And we are, as always, very excited to be with you guys today. Have a really good topic, very timely for this time of year. And you'll kind of understand that as we get into it. But before we dive in, our usual order of business. First of all, if you're new to Ninja, go check out ninjaselling.com. You can learn a whole lot more about what the program's all about. You can take a look at Larry Kendall's book and really immerse yourselves and say, hey, this is what Ninja Selling is all about. If you want to be part of our amazing community, head over to Facebook and search for the Ninja Selling Podcast. Well over 13,000 people with over 8,000 active users a day. I mean, it's it's incredible what's going on inside that place. Whether you're new to Ninja or you're a veteran of Ninja and you're like, hey, I'm looking for a way to take my business to the next level, check us out at Coaching, where Garrett and I spend a lot of our time. You can just go to ninjaselling.com, hit the coaching tab and say, hey, I want to be connected with a coach and we'll make that happen. Garrett, good morning, man. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Feeling good. It's a beautiful day. We got like the most amazing low country fall weather going on right now. So I'm just I feel like full of smiles every day. Everybody I've talked to across the United States is like, man, fall is here. It is gorgeous. The temperature is perfect. Everything, the weather, I'm like... And it's funny because perfect temperature is different depending on where you are, right? Yeah, 100% it's different because I was talking with my friend down in Palm Springs. He's like, it's a beautiful 91 degrees. <laughs> He's coming down from like 120. So it is It is all relative uh, when you have to put it into that that look. So... But excited, man, to spend more time with you today. Yeah, uh, it is gorgeous outside. But we've got it. You brought a great topic today that I'm excited to jump into, and we it's a topic that we've we've gone down this route before. But it is so important this time of the year. And when you look at, um, I'll just say, if you look at the reach of the podcast from the amount of people that were listening when we last had this conversation. Uh, we have a lot more of you tuning in now, and I appreciate you all tuning in. Some of you have gone back and listened to all of our old episodes. This is an important one, though, that we need to come back and hit on this time of the year, which is, are you chasing your goal or somebody else's goal? And uh, Matt, you put this one in the run-up today or the lineup today, and I'm excited to go down this path, as I always am, because this is a major stumbling block for people, and they don't understand why they're not motivated. And this is usually the root of the problem. Yeah, it, it really is. And this came up for me this week because I was having a conversation with an agent who said, I need some ideas for my goals. Like I got these couple goals that I want to do for next year, but like, what are, what are other people setting as their goals? And I was, <laughs> I was kind of, and you know who you are and I love you. And I was like, stop it. Just stop right there. One, there's a lot of really great ideas for goals that people have out there. And I'm not going to tell you any of them because I don't want you using their goals as your goals because you're not connected to them. Maybe we can figure out those goals through a detailed conversation, but just grabbing a list of what everybody else wants is not a vision. I think of uh, the movie, The Italian Job, when this happens where you know Edward Norton, he's like kind of the bad guy in the group and, and ends up stealing the money from everybody and then just goes buys all the things that those people wanted. I mean, they were all thieves anyway. So I mean, it's really kind of an interesting concept, but he ended up just buying all the things that everybody else wanted for himself. And people were like, gosh, this, 
no originality to what he really wanted, no vision. And obviously in the end, he loses, everybody else wins and they get the things that they want. And I guess, you know, the general public lost because they stole. But anyway, I like Seth Green in that movie when they're panning through the house and they're doing surveillance. He was, he bought my stereo system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude. What are you, he's, he's like, where is he now? Right. He hasn't been in movies recently. At least maybe I haven't seen, but he's so good. There's certain actors that, that, that make a, make a big splash and then they just, but every movie he's in, distance. I, he's probably directing. He's probably behind the camera is what he's doing. Probably every movie he's in like always a big smile. Anyway, so looking at your goals, the biggest question is, are these your goals or are these someone else's goals? And, and Garrett, as we get into this discussion, there's layers of this too, because there's just like, oh, I'm comparing myself to this other realtor or this other person or my neighbor or that. And then there's, well, my family, my spouse, my kids have these goals. And that gets a lot harder too, when you're starting to figure out, well, what do you want your goals to be? Now, a lot of people probably will have those shared goals. But it's worth kind of throwing into the conversation, how do we still keep our pure goals so that we have the motivation to go out there and do the things that'll get us there? You know, there, Matt, there's a lot of studies that have been done on people's occupations that they've chased or professions that they've chased. And uh, some of them, I mean, the one that I've, I've seen most studies on is doctors. And they've done a lot of research on, you know, okay, so you spend eight years going to school, you get your PhD, you now become a doctor. And they, they've done a lot of research saying, okay, what is the satisfaction day to day of your, of you showing up to work and doing what you do? And you got to have a love for what you do. And they find that the dissatisfaction and the, uh, the lack of love for what they're doing is really high in those types of industries and those types of professions. I guess it's a profession. It's not an industry. And the more studies they did on it, they found out that it was never their goal to be a doctor. It was their parents' goal for them to be a doctor. It wasn't their goal to be an attorney. It was their parents' goal to be an attorney, to have their son be an attorney or their daughter be an attorney. And that's this interesting thing that can start to take place where it's like, Whose goal are you really chasing? And I think for kids, it's a really easy pattern to get into because my dad or my mom did this. I'm going to follow in their footsteps and I'm going to do that also. Is it my love and my passion and my dream? No, it's not. I think I, I watched my, um, my daughter's friends. Uh, one of them specifically, their dad, uh, it's actually his dad and his uncle own a really successful crane company in town. They literally just... If there's something big being moved around Reading, these guys are probably involved in it. And the whole thing was, is they were going to take their son and he was going to take over the business. Like at some point, like he was the next in line to run this hmm. to the point that they were literally kind of pushing him away from going off to college. They were like, no, 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 no. Like we've got, we've got this all set up here. This is going to be awesome. It's this massively successful crane company. And the last thing I heard is kid went off to college. Um, and part of me is like, wow, you know, making this decision of going this route against his family's wishes, who wants to give him this, he's probably still going to come back and do it. It is really successful. It's probably a good thing. He's getting some business things and other stuff under his belt being off in college. Right. But he very easily could have just skipped college and gone that route. And very easily over years later, gone like, what did I miss out on? What did I do? Maybe I should have. 
And this is the interesting thing as a young person and these goals that we don't realize that others have set for us. But as we get in, Matt, you're right. Your family sets goals for us. Um, We look around at others in the office. Owners and and managing brokers are responsible for this a lot, and they don't even realize they're doing it. Where when they sit down to do business planning, they just go, well, you know, a normal growth is this. So next year, you should be earning this much money. This would be a normal, good growth of your business. And that may not be what's driving them at all anymore. They might be at a place where they're like, you know what, if I can continue to make this money for the next 10 years, I see a plan to retirement. I see a plan to being able to go, good, I'm done. And all of a sudden, their goals get pushed out of alignment. And now they're not even enjoying doing the business anymore. They're not, they're not having fun with it. Making more money isn't always the answer. And selling more homes isn't always the answer. Sometimes you can make a lot more money selling a lot less houses if you just change your strategy and change your game. And this is where it's really important this time of the year. You need to figure out what your personal goals are, where you want to go, what you want, what you're hoping you can check the box off and say, I feel like this was a a successful year, but it can't be other people's goals. It's one of those, you don't realize it until all of a sudden you're like, why did I make this goal? Who, where did this come from? It's like, oh, it wasn't yours. Yeah. And, and a lot of it is tied around these performance metrics, right? Whether it's another realtor, like, oh, I want to sell that many homes or I want this type of listing or I need this type of volume. Or if it's a neighbor, like, oh, John has this car. I need to make sure I have that kind of car or better. And these are all results oriented goals, which there's nothing wrong with that. I have goals like that for sure. I definitely do. (laughs) Yeah. But if you take the time to really understand why do you want those things and what are you willing to do to get there? A conversation I've had with a few people recently is, you know, if you take the, the letter exercise from the installation where you write a letter to your future self, a lot of times those letters involve results oriented goals. You know, Dear Matt from last year, I'm so proud of you selling this many homes and doing this this year. We really don't have full control over what those exact results will look like. Now, if we do the right actions, hopefully the results will be there for sure. But what if we wrote that letter from our future selves to our current selves about how proud we were about the habits, the actions, the things that we have done, the person that we have become over that year that's going to help you really identify what are the true goals that I want to be associated with because now you're going to feel good and you're going to be able to look at that and say, oh, well, if I'm this kind of person, which is going to make me feel amazing, like I'm going to be really excited to be able to wake up and do those things. These are the kind of results I'm going to see from that. It is interesting, Matt, when I watch somebody's letter that's written exactly the way that you just said it. And it's like, is that really the letter that you're going to write to yourself? Like at the end of the year, you're going to be like writing back to yourself going, I am so proud of you for selling this many homes. Like, is that, and it's funny, like that is a really common way that somebody writes that letter and you're right. And it's not bad. It's not bad, but it's it's, not bad. It's not telling the full story. But if you were to come back to like, I am so proud of the person that you've grown into as a father, as a, as a spouse, as a you know business owner, as a as an entrepreneur, as a a leader in this industry that you've chosen to make your you know make your world you know your occupation in, like 
yes, there are the performance goals that are out there. I don't think most people, um, if they really truly like were on their own writing that letter, that's not they were where they would go. In a classroom setting, they tend to go there with writing because we're talking about business goals and whatnot. And let's talk to yourself about if you were to accomplish all these goals that you set. But I think it's really good to walk away a little bit, like distance yourself from it and say, what is the letter I would really write to myself about who I've become and what I am? And and again, I think sometimes like we write it in the classroom, but I think it's really good to go walk away, go on a big long hike, go do something you love, and you know, put yourself into an environment that is like your favorite environment to be in. Write the letter there. That's a good idea. Sit down and really start to think about all the aspects of your life, all the 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 people that depend on you and the life that you're building and the things that are important. And really dive into it there. And I think the transactions and the money will be a part of it. Like it, it'll play into it somewhere, but you'll really start to realize what's really important, not just what your managing broker thinks is important, not just maybe what your spouse thinks is important, but you can really get into the heart of what you feel. Because when you find your goals, your direction that you want to go in, it's really hard to put that flame out. When it's other people's goals, it's really hard to keep the flame lit. Well, it's very easy also to make excuses, right? And and a lot of the goals that people set sometimes, which again, not bad if you're really dedicated to this, are around things like, oh, I want to do this with my market. Like, oh, this year I'm going to start that YouTube channel, or this year I'm going to be more active on social media because that's what these people are doing. Now, if you really want to dive into it, awesome, great, fantastic. Let's, you know, and then you can come up with a whole plan. But the, I think a way to figure out if this is truly your goal is, are you excited about developing the program that's going to help you achieve that goal? Or did you just write the goal down? Says be like, oh, start a YouTube channel. Cool. That's going to be something that I do. It's like a real, somebody who's dedicated and excited about their goals is going to be like, that's what I'm going to do. And here's all the things that I'm now going to do to accomplish that. I'm going to be excited about after hours researching how to do that, right? taking away my free time to go and learn that stuff because I'm excited and it's fun to me or because I know it's going to lead to a different thing that's going to be even more fun. Because I think it's totally okay to have goals where you're like, I don't think that's going to be too much fun, but the result that comes out of doing that is going to be a lot of fun, right? And it's taking that time to really dig in to understanding what you want. So one thing I, I tell people. And I told this person who brought up this, like, well, I need some ideas. And I said, I want you to take several slots on your calendar and dedicate them just to thinking. Like, I don't want you to have any devices near you. I don't want you to be looking at other people. And every now and then I think it's okay to have inspiration. For this case, I was like, just, just want you to sit and get away from things. So at some, you may have to sit there for 30 minutes before the first thing comes to you. But if you vacate from all these things, all of a sudden your brain will come up with what are the goals that I really have, right? What's really going to be meaningful to me and meaningful to my family? And then you got to start to write those things down and review them and come back to them and say, yeah, those, those are the things. Because we've seen it too, Garrett. People will put together a business plan with all these goals and then it'll go sit on the shelf and they never open it again because ultimately that plan was written around goals that they weren't passionate about. Well, and what's interesting also, so let's say, let's say you did a $200,000 year business last year and- your office comes to you and says, well, statistically, people are going to grow by 30%. So you should expect it. You, know, you should write a goal for at least 30% higher. Put that there. 
the interesting part is you start to develop these goals and whether they're yours or whether they're somebody else's, when you do walk away, Matt, and you sit down and you say, okay, what's really important? Where do I want to go? And what do I want to create? What I love about income goals is there's a lot that's going on behind the scenes. And I might say, okay, last year I did 200,000. Next year, okay, let's raise it by 30%. What does that look like? You write that number down and you go, okay, what does the little voice in the back of my mind say? And that little voice could be sitting there going like, dude, you're playing small. (laughs) Like, really? Like, come on. Like, what are you doing? That voice may also go, who are you kidding? Like, what are you you talking about? Like, you made more money last year than you've ever made before. And to do that, you're going to have to work X amount harder. You were already pushing and burning the candle at both ends and, and not having fun and not enjoying this. And now we're just supposed to write it for 30% higher. And and I'm miserable. I'm not enjoying what I'm doing right now. And so this little voice is really important to listen to as you start to fabricate where you're going. And I always like to push it, push that goal just to the edge of who are you kidding? That little voice that's yelling at you right to the edge. Because if you can see it, if you can understand it, it's like, okay, that's the spot that I'm going to put that one out there right now. Because if I'm going to be fighting with my subconscious mind the entire time that I'm looking at this goal, it's just not productive for me. It's, it, it doesn't help me become who I'm going to be trying to you know, beat this thing up going like, oh, you got to see it my way. We're going to get this thing. What a waste of energy. I want to push it just to that level. Sometimes I need to bring it back just down just a little bit so that my brain goes, all right, all right, I see it. We, I, I can see a little bit of how this is going to work. And then we'll run with it. And then we start looking at all the aspects of our life and how we're going to accomplish and where we're going. And, and the other thing that I think in, re, in these goals as we put out here, the other thing is you don't need to know the plan. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck in some of these ideas is they... They put this goal out here and instantly they start to figure out the plan behind the goal. And the more you start to figure out the plan of a goal that you've never accomplished before, something you've never done, what you end up with is with a lot of roadblocks because you don't necessarily know how to get there. So the best thing you can do is throw the plan out. Kind of say, I don't, I don't need to know the details of how this is going to work. I just know where I'm going and I need to be open to it along this path to seeing all the possibilities, how we're going to get there. There might be things that I've never seen before that are going to show up along this journey this year. They're going to help make that possible. And I just got to be open to them. But again, this is all your goals. This is your conversation. This is where Matt, you started this whole topic off of going, uh, you know, every once in a while we have clients that come to us and say, what should I put down? What should I write? What's a good goal? What should what should I be focusing on? And that is never something that we can give you. It's never something your managing broker can give to you. And sometimes the people you love the most around you, it's not something they can give to you. Yeah. Um, it's your life. It is. And I'll add into that, like, don't judge your goals either. Just like with the plan thing. A lot of people will will write a goal down and be like, yeah, but that's not, I shouldn't have that goal. That's not like, Maybe the goal is I do want to have the fanciest car in the driveway in my neighborhood, right? And you're like, yeah, but that's not a good goal. It's like, well, if that if you're if you want that, why not? Right? Like, don't judge your own goals. And then on the with your spouse and your family, be open to sharing your goals and having the conversation there. Because if you communicate effectively, then yeah, you may have an individual goal and you might find that your spouse has a different goal, but you guys can support each other 
on that journey, right? Versus like feeling like you need to hide this goal or, well, you know, I have this goal, but I don't know if my family is going to be on board with that. So I'm just going to kind of put it off to the side here. You know, the more conversations you have internally as a unit about where you all want to go, then you get to share that vision. We did a podcast episode on shared vision and build together and go accomplish some really awesome stuff. And so I would encourage everybody to make sure that as you're going through this, have those conversations with your spouses too. And don't feel like you need to share your goals with anybody else, by the way, either. You can have goals that are just for you. Your comment about the car in the driveway, I think it's an interesting thing because this happens with the car. It happens with earning a certain amount of money. There are certain points that all of a sudden there's a lot of self-talk that starts running in there about what does it mean to be, you know, kind of running at that level. You know, we we look at just gross income. There's a lot of self-talk that starts happening. I'm not going, I'm literally, we watch this. Yeah. <laughs> where people start comparing themselves to other people in the office. Well, they earn that money and I'm not like them. And like I don't, I don't know if I fit in with that crowd. It's like, what are you doing? Like, where is that coming from? And so that when that little voice comes up. And I'll go back to the car for a second of like, who am I maybe to have that car in that driveway? And I mean, what would the neighbors say? I mean, I would stand out like a sore thumb in my neighborhood if I had this, you know, bright yellow Ferrari sitting in my driveway. (laughs) Those are moments that I love to stop for a second and go, what made that thought come into my mind when I'm talking about something that I'd like to have in my life and my future? Like, where did that come from? Yeah. Why is it that that's the thing that's stopping me from maybe obtaining that? You know, maybe with the Ferrari, maybe I need to buy a little, you know, commercial building downtown that I can store it in. So I feel comfortable and I can still have my Ferrari. Like, what do you want to do to make it worthwhile? And what are your little, your things and that the, 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 the chatter in the background that's making you say, nah, not that goal. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a really good point. You need to address that and have that conversation so that you can still have your goal versus then coming back to like, meh, you know? I think we knock a lot of our goals down because we try to maintain normality in the herd. Definitely. And you know, we we've got a huge herd of people we live with in our neighborhood. And like all of a sudden, when you're showing up at a different level, you catch attention. A lot of people don't want attention. They kind of want to just, but they still want the nice stuff. Like they still would love to have those things, but we always are kind of maintaining this herd normality. It's a really comfortable place to be. And I think this is why it's really important that you make sure your goals are your own, because when you do that, you start to release your judgment of others, right? A lot of the reasons why there is talk about who has what or who's doing what volume is because whether it's fully conscious or non-conscious, we're judging other people, which we also know is probably not the thing that we should do. And then we don't like feeling judged the other way when we're doing things. But when you do set your own goals and release the need to really analyze everybody else's goals or make their goals your goals, you also start to not hear as much of that other chatter, right? You start to understand, oh, you know what? They're they're figuring out their journey on how they want to set up their goals, right? Because if it's truly your own, then you really don't care what other people are doing and what their goals are, right? You're focused on you. You're focused on doing the best that you possibly can. And if you're following the ninja path and you listen to us, you're probably doing something that's pretty good for the world, your clients or whatever it is as well, right? Even if it's in a small way. So that's, I think, another added benefit of really just focusing on 
what is your goal versus what's his goal, what's her goal, and and should I be striving for that? Yep. Yep. Matt, this is great. I, I Again, I love this topic. We have done this over 500 episodes. This one's come up through a couple of them over the years. And I think it's so important to come back to because um, a lot of people don't even realize when it's happening. Uh, they don't realize how they set goals, why they have certain goals. And I think for everybody out there, like take some time to walk away. Don't just sit at a desk with a pen and paper for five minutes and expect to write out your goals of what you want to achieve and who you want to be and where you want to go. Take some time and walk away. Take a couple of weeks to really think about what you're creating here. And as I've said in podcasts in the past, and I'll continue to say it, you you only got one life here. You got one life to create the business you want, the things you want to do, the things you want to see, you know, the the memories you want to have. And uh, you know, there's a lot of times that we turn the knob back and we tone things down a little bit for others around us. And I'm a, I'm a believer in live big, go, go enjoy, take it all in, take in as much as you possibly can with the time that you have here, whether that's taking in all the people that you can possibly take in, that's incredible. If it's taking in every different type of food you can eat all over around the world. And that's your thing that you're like, this is my thing that excites me. Go have at it. If it's driving every single sports car that you've ever dreamed about, or maybe having one of each in the garage, that's amazing. Go have at it and and live your goals and your dreams and go big. Um, enjoy this life. Only got one. Might as well take it all in. Amen. Amen. All right, man. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Oh, I should probably round this thing out. I just kind of went on a chant. I'm going to round this thing out. <laughs> Uh, if you want to learn more about Ninja Selling, go to ninjaselling.com. Check us out there. Uh, classes, upcoming events, coaching is there, as Matt and I talk about all the time. You're welcome to find us there. Got a whole bunch of great coaches all over the United States that can help you in getting where you want to go with Ninja. And also just life in general, goals, whatever you set for yourself. We we definitely do a lot of work with Ninja. We also help with a lot of just life coaching kind of stuff. So we do handle a lot of different aspects of of coaching there. We've got mastery classes going on. As Matt said, uh, we've got business planning going on. So if you want to go check that out, we do it inside of the one-on-one coaching. We also have Larry's class that he's putting on, which you can find online. Matt, what are they? What are we calling that? Your Ninja Selling Roadmap. Perfect. It, or the Ninja, Ninja Roadmap, I believe. Excellent. So we've got the Ninja Roadmap. You can find that. Larry will be offering that. And uh, for all of you out there um, who are not involved with our community on Facebook, which is the Ninja Selling Podcast... Go check that out. Amazing group of people in there. Lots of great feedback, thoughts, ideas. And uh, don't go in there and ask people what you should write for goals. <laughs> uh, you go figure that out on your own. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Well, thanks, Garen. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Thank you, everybody. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.